0: Twenty-two fucking sun. Twenty twenty-two. Twenty
1: twenty-two.
0: Twenty twenty-two. Twenty twenty-two. We cheered as records were shattered
1: and legacies were cemented. Despite pushback, despite resistance, 2022 was a year in which we persisted. Fucking son.
0: was a year in which we wrestled with both free speech and hate speech. And we're reminded fucking suck. Yes, yes, y'all. It's going down right now. Episode 235 of the Triple Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast is coming at you live and direct with the homies JP, Creepy Carly, and of course I'd be a hostess with the mostess, the magic marker, leaving shit stains all over the game. Moods. G. going on on? (laughs) you're gross bro (laughs) i'm the magic marker (laughs) all right man um so yeah episode 235 thanks carly for coming back uh this is going to be um basically just an extension of our top 10 of 2022 so we're going to break down our extended list from 25 to 11 i'm not really too sure why it is 25 because it would make sense to do 22 since we're it would. 22 shots. Well, exploding um, heads did 22 this year. So fuck. So. Care. You, just, you just, just didn't want, I mean, it's just by chance that we're on the same year that, is, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's coincidental, but it is what it is. I don't really think they would uh, look too much into it that we were ripping them off. <laughs>
1: given oh, circumstances. No. dude, we They've ripped us off and we've ripped them off so many times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even funny. That's why everybody always says like that. We're just attached at the hip because right. we're such similar shows. Right. Um, and we both lost Jews, so I
0: mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so true. I never, even, I never even put that together. Yeah, that's 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 very interesting. Um, so I mean, we've said everything that we really need to say about 2022. I think in the uh, the previous episode, which y'all at this point have probably listened to. Um, so we just thought, why not? Why not do the extended list? We don't really do this every year, do we? No, we don't. We don't. So
1: no, no, we don't.
0: We're just like, fuck it. We're going to do it this year. Um, And then so we're going to break down 25 to 11. And then we're going to get into like a little bit of uh, 2023 preview of some of the films we're looking forward to. Some of the films that are coming out and some of the films that are potentially coming out. Um, It's so early in the year. I know there's pre-production on films and then there's there's things that are always up in the air and there's most likely going to be films that we talk about that never see the light of day this year. Like, cause that always happens. Right. It's kind of funny. Like we, we've made a point of going back and reading show notes throughout the years. I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about this one. That shit never dropped, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> how many times does that happen, man? Like so, mm-hmm. um, but there's definitely one that I didn't realize. Actually, I think it just got announced just the other day that it's actually in pre-production, so I'm super, super stoked about that because it was probably one of the funniest uh, fake trailers ever made. Oh
1: yeah, I did see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, we and I about that too. It was so funny because for years and years we brought this up on the show. I'm like, that's and, and it's kind of ironic a little bit too because I actually asked the question of where he was last episode. Right. Like, what, what's yeah. he been doing, man? And then it gets announced like the day after. I think so. That's very interesting timing. But um, so we're not going to go roundtree. Yeah, on this is
1: going to be a shorter show, like very short. You know, we're just uh, this is sort of a. Uh, just the show for us to sort of un- like unwind and let the rest yeah. of the last year end and start yeah.
0: getting like this, th- th- this will be quick. We're not going to go round tree with this. We're basically just going to start with one person. They can speak a little bit on each film right down to 11. We'll move on to the next person because let's face it. They make the top 10. So we don't have a whole lot to say about them, but they're just notable. So um, who wants to start? Um, well, I say we just go in the same order that we did on the
1: show. So it would be me since Dave's not here.
0: Okay. Sounds good.
1: Okay. So um, (laughs) the first thing I want to say is that I did it. I I did a review of this is my number 25. I'm not going to make this really long winded, but I, because it comes so specifically with, with uh, actually it's my 24, but there's a film that was a prequel this year and I did a review of it. And jeremy our old co-host left a comment on my review on letterbox where i just basically said like oh pretty cool prequel and he's like it's not a prequel it's a sequel you idiot like you're such
0: a dumbass or something and then i'm like what how did he- because the movie's clearly a prequel okay. I- i'm confused here <laughs> how in the hell did he watch the movie thinking it was a sequel i have i literally messaged him i was like wait i was like are you are you literally
1: stupid and he's like i guess i am the stupid one now that i'm looking into it and i'm like you mean to tell me you watched the entire movie thinking right. it was a sequel right <laughs> it was so stupid it's it it's like the classic. origin
0: story it's yeah
1: and he's like well at least i'm not on the show anymore so i won't embarrass myself oh that's funny and i'm like nope <laughs> i'm that's, gonna still embarrass you
0: <laughs> that's really funny actually
1: okay so with that said let me gra- get into my man this Fucking list is so tiny. I can barely see it. Uh, um, number 25 uh, is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, honestly, I think that like I listened to Explaining Heads that made their list and Watson and everybody. And I think that they think this movie is a lot better than it actually is. Like, I do think that it's kind of a bad movie, but it's fun. Um, it's It doesn't make much sense. It's really stupid, but it, it does have a Chainsaw Massacre. And it's a fun movie. It's just really dumb.
0: My whole thing with TCM, just the short and long of it was, yeah, the movie is fun. It's gory. It's totally a, a great popcorn flick. But the problem is with TCM is that it's a sequel to the original film. That's what makes it bad because the narrative sucks. It's really yeah. bad. And like, honestly, man, I'm getting so sick of like shoving down all this, like, this social commentary and like just all this like techno technological bullshit like down people's throats and stuff but it just there was parts in the in the narrative that I just felt like it just ruined it it just ruined it it was honestly they did some characters poorly um you know but like you're gonna watch this movie for the blood and gore like it literally has a chainsaw massacre which is the coolest thing the first one (laughs) right and it's a nasty one too like there's a lot the, the body count in that scene alone is crazy and it was cool yeah. to see practical effects. and But, you know, honestly, there's so many other things about the movie that's just very off-putting, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, you should be off-putting. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, the, the movie itself is, I think it's, I, I would honestly classify it as, like, barely good, um, but mainly stupid and fun. But I, I really loved it. I had fun with it. It's just, yeah. I don't think it's a very good movie. Um, number 24, we have Orphan First Kill. This was a huge surprise to me. Uh, this is the film I was referencing. Clearly a fucking prequel. It's called Orphan, orphan First Kill. First yeah, Kill. It's in the original way that it's the prequel.
0: That's so fucked up to me.
1: It, it's so stupid. But um, Isabella Furman, I mean, G or Isabelle Furman. She is like outstanding. The fe- like just in her look, she looks exactly like she did when she was like 11 or however old she was in the first orphan. Did you see this
0: moods? I did. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I actually didn't mind it. Um, like the mm-hmm. the twist the twist in this one, uh, I actually thought was pretty mean spirited. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, that's kind of mean spirited. I kinda like yeah. that. And and, and and I will and I will admit though, because when I was watching the movie, I literally said to myself out loud, I said, Man, they better come with a pretty cool twist here because this movie's so fucking generic was (laughs) it was so generic until that twist happened and i was like okay all right i can fuck with that that made it worthwhile so
1: yeah i i just liked it oh by the way uh seven and seven out of ten for chainsaw uh seven and a half for orphan first kill uh my number 23 is resurrection um this movie i just thought was like very creepy uh the way that the story unfolds and you're Sort of like, what the hell is going on? There's one specific scene at a park bench or something like that where the movie just takes sort of a left turn and it, it's like, oh, what the hell? That's weird. Um, pretty good movie. Uh, I give that one a seven and a half out of 10. Mm. Um, next up is it. probably, you, what's that, Carly? I didn't see it. Uh, I told, I think you would like that one, honestly. It's, it's I mean, I was going
2: to watch it and I just ran out of
1: time. Yeah. Um, this one is probably the biggest surprise for a lot of people for me because I don't think a lot of people uh, like this movie, but I liked it more than the last one. And that is VHS 94. Was it mm-hmm.
0: 94? Yeah. Or 99, 99. 99. 99. Yeah, no, not 94, 99. <laughs> yeah that was was the other one they're
1: getting out of hand with these random years (laughs) it was very
0: hit miss for me man there was there was a couple in there i thought were really good and there was a couple that i thought were like pretty bad actually so um
1: so the first segment was my least favorite which was like the band segment um and then we had the flying lotus segment which i thought was fun uh and then the medusa segment which i actually really enjoyed even though like the cgi was a little rough mm-hmm. i thought it was like super cool i like the, the i was let and,
0: down by the um the flying lotus one i, I had big hopes for it because i know he's very visual and stuff and it was kind of a letdown to me
1: yeah th- that was my second least favorite but uh the medusa one i like the build up and the kids and like it really reminded me of being like a kid where like spying <laughs> on the neighbor who was really hot and shit like that i i i i just dug the whole vibe of it um and then the what was the what was the next segment
0: i thought the worst one i thought the worst one was the last one man dude that's my favorite one i love. oh i know i i seem to be in the the minority on that man i just it's in hell it's in hell there was something about it the way it was done it was like i mean it's done yeah i don't know man i i just
1: thought it was so cool i was like dude they're fucking in hell, bro yeah. like, no 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 that, and, that, that it, idea
0: is cool but I, I think it was just more the execution
1: of it kind of looked like hell too like even when the like lightning went to go and you see a giant fucking devil in the sky i was like oh shit yeah oh the segment i'm forgetting is like possibly the best one it's the buried alive segment
0: yeah that was my favorite um, one that one is so like much. so claustrophobic and just terrifying man that one yeah, yeah that one hits home
1: I actually really like VHS uh, 99 and I liked it. It's honestly one of the only films set on new Year's. So um, we get a new new year's horror film.
0: I forgot that Um, I watched this. Yeah. I think I like 94 94 was the one. Yeah. No, that was the one before this one. I mean, they're all out of order for me. What the fuck?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And resurrection 7.5 VHS 7.5 as well. uh, Just in case I didn't mention that. And then we have number 21 is fresh. I know that made a couple of lists. Uh, I believe both of your lists did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um it got under my skin a little bit more than you would expect. Like I I, I right at the beginning when the dude fucking well first of all, I think that I just felt bad that the character was like so dumb and fell for this asshole that it like made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then like when he pulls that like leg of flesh out of the thing, it looked so gross to me. I don't know. Like certain, like zom like, like Italian cannibal flicks usually don't bother me when it's played for like, just like more like less, I don't know. It's less gory, but it's more effective. Like for yeah. some reason, see, I don't know. I don't, it just, see, I don't me.
0: find the main character to be dumb. I think that she completely got duped. Like she, you know, I think she, well, got, caught yeah, up the, she I just, got caught up in the she moment felt, because
1: she felt dumb.
0: She did feel stupid because like, you know, the fact that she wasn't really into the whole dating thing. And then she, like, this guy charmed like the shit idiot, out of her. Like, Like he charmed the shit out of her, right? Like she still wasn't kind of shit. And she's like, okay, you know, I'll kind of do this thing. And then, yeah, that, of course you're going to feel stupid after because you, you, she definitely double guessed the whole thing or Mm -hmm. questioned the whole thing. And then, yeah, it didn't really work out.
1: Right. (laughs) Um, But I give that one a seven and a half out of 10 as well. Um, And then Halloween ends is my number 20. Uh, In fact, actually Dave talking about this movie made me like it even more because it totally makes sense. The first one is literally the first film in the trilogy is literally just a movie that was just giving the fanboys what they wanted. Mm-hmm. The second movie was like, all right, we're going to swerve a little bit, but still keep it relatively what you guys like, but we're just going to change a lot of shit and yeah. set up a bunch. Of, it's all set up for the third film. And then the third film comes in and it's like, haha, fuck you guys. We're doing whatever we want. And it made everybody pissed off. And it actually, kind of was cool because that's what Halloween three was in the original trilogy of films. And it just, after hearing him talk about it, it made me like respect it a little bit more, but plus I actually just liked the movie. Like I liked yeah. I thought It was cool. It was different. It worked for me. So Halloween ends seven and a half out of 10 uh, the best of the new trilogy. Uh, and then number 19, this is uh, actually Rebecca McKendry's new movie. And I think that this is her best movie that I've seen. I've seen, I think this is the third one I've seen. Um, and this one is HP Lovecraft type thing set in a bathroom stall. I know
0: you weren't the biggest fan of this one. Oh, glorious. Glorious. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't. Um, and it's funny because i you know i generally like movies like this i'm trying to think of the one that had jeffrey combs in it years ago i know dave mentioned it on the show too and i love that movie where he's in his mm-hmm. apartment and he's you know it's kind of like the same type of deal hearing a voice and shit and it's like yeah. oh i can yeah, see I mean, that i can see the cover right now man that movie was fantastic man i really like that yeah.
1: shit. but so this one i just i i watched this at um fantasia film fest and I actually it was like probably the best movie i watched there and i was like just i thought it was really funny really creative for having very little characters and overall just enjoyable little flick uh so i give that one a seven and a half out of ten uh next up number 18 moods uh moods uh the only person that had this on his list uh and that is the leech with uh jeremy gardner (laughs) of course um that that one was really fun really funny uh if I, I think I probably would have liked it even more if I didn't watch it 480p. 480p, not even 720. 480p DVD, bro. I did
0: I didn't yeah. even know. I didn't even know you could still watch shit in that in that fucking uh that you can't you it believe. looked like
1: ass too. I was like, man, this looks horrible. Um so yeah, I gave that one a seven and a half out of ten. Uh number 17, uh, the return of the G that is Argento. Uh, we have dark glasses here. This was a huge shock and surprise for me, as you guys, the listeners, know. We've done everything Dar- argento almost, um, <laughs> yeah, and, almost now. <laughs> yeah, as uh, the years went on, the films dipped in quality for the most part, minus some, you know, random ones here and there. Uh, and I think we all thought Argento just was like done you know he's past his prime, way past his prime but he made a solid little giallo film that was a return to form in dark glasses and I think most people who are argento fans was very relieved to see like okay, maybe it wasn't that he just started sucking maybe it was outside forces that were making his film suck. Um, because this one looks more like an old school Argento film. Th- and it's not an old school Argento film. It's not as good as Opera or, or Speria or anything, but it's more, it looks more like that yeah. than it does uh, the card player. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh,
0: yeah, like I in gave- a nutshell, what I said about dark glasses, I'm like, man, the production value on dark glasses is, is better than like his last five or six projects combined. Right. Like even the audio, like the fact that they're speaking in their native language, was I was so thankful for it because it just it really does help you concentrate it a little bit more because we've talked about this before when people are speaking their second language, the acting comes off as being you know immensely horrible right and if you're Mm -hmm. speaking your native language it it comes off a little bit more natural i think it's a lot easier for them to do and stuff and one thing i did notice was rjo or gentle's voice and she's man her voice is getting deep man she must be smoking like a pack and a half a day or some shit, man but
1: she's always had a very smoky sounding voice but it's even worse now it's getting really (laughs)
0: deep yeah yeah um
1: seven and a half out of ten for dark glasses uh, number 16, we have The Cursed, which is uh, a film that I really don't remember, but I gave it an 8 out of 10 when I watched it, so that's why it's at an 8 out of 10 now. And it, I we watched it in like January of the year, and it's probably the movie I remember least about, but I liked it at the time, and it didn't make Dave's top 10. Uh, breaking into the final five here, uh, we have The Menu next up uh i know that was very high on carly's list moods didn't get a chance to see it good move uh got my girl Aunt anya taylor joy in it um it got john leguizamo who i'm uh, a fan of uh it, the cast is great throughout and there's the one thing i constantly think about in this film is just the uh the boyfriend character and how like lame this motherfucker is. Um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> the menu eight out of 10. Um, and then number 14 is a film. I swear I've heard, not heard anybody really talk about. It is basically an extended twilight zone episode. Um, and that is dull. Um, pretty cool movie about uh, you know, you basically having to duel
0: your body double um, and the, <laughs> yeah I wanted to see this I never got I, I couldn't find it I couldn't find it anywhere and it pissed me off because I remember we talked about this before I, I you may, maybe you mentioned it months ago or whatever and I was like oh that does sound actually really cool I could never find it there was a few movies this year that I was really shocked because there's a lot of different streaming platforms there's a lot of ways to rent stuff and but there's just like even to rent stuff legally like in Canada it's getting a lot harder they're just not carrying a lot of things right and that was one I couldn't find fucking anywhere crazy 2022 i'm still having problems seeing films i know
1: man i know crazy like this was actually one of the first films that me and carly watched this year but i remember it a little bit better than um the cursed uh it was maybe like a february release or something like that carly do you remember
2: yeah i think so yeah yeah
1: february ish Um, it it came out and had a very, very, very quiet release on in the theaters. And we mm. a lot of people didn't even know about it. In fact, I don't even think Jeremy knew about it, which is weird because he tells me about everything. Um, but we went and seen it and we were like, wow, that was actually a really solid movie. Um, and I gave that one an 8 out of 10 as well. It was in my top 10 for a very long time. Uh, number 13, speaking of extended twelve episodes, that's exactly what this is. And this is uh, Don't Worry Darling um, starring Florence Pugh, who's really good in the movie. Uh, This is basically uh, this character lives in almost like a Pleasantville setting, you know, that sort of like almost like fifties vibe where everything's like white picket fences and amazing, but they're like kind of out in the desert a little bit and they're all their husbands work and they just like are stay at home wives. Uh, But there's some weird, shit going on and you sort of find out more as the film progresses and i actually thought that the reveal was like super cool in this movie I gave that an 8 out of 10 it's my number 13. Uh, my um, number 12 is jordan peele's nope everybody thought this was going to make my list uh, it was just outside of my list um summer blockbuster fun good times i enjoyed it a lot uh, uh, 8 out of 10 on that and then my number 11 uh, actually did make Moods's list and this was very close. If it wasn't for the sadness, this would have been my number 10. It was my number 10 going into the final day of the year uh, before we recorded. But then I watched the sadness and it bumped this one off. And that is Christmas bloody Christmas, uh, which is the uh, Joe bigus <laughs> or <horror laughs> Christmas horror movie. Uh, Terminator Santa. Very awesome movie. We did a featured review on it. So check that out. I gained eight out of 10. Nick. so that was my 11 through 25 cool. and one other thing what? i well I, or, it, it would do an honorable mentions because i did have like two more i want to just yeah, go ahead uh men which is a pretty weirdo movie if i re it i might have liked it a little bit more um bodies 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 which to me was a very fun movie but not really the quality of the all the other stuff for me um and also Orchestrator of Storms, the uh documentary on um Jean Roland, which was really, really cool. Yeah, I did see that. Cool. Eat. All right, Carly. So, I guess
2: five I have Beast. That was a pretty just easy, fun walk in the theater. There was nothing too overly special about it, but it was fun easy to sit down take in and what yeah.
1: is beast i can't remember what that <laughs> is the one with the
2: killer lion john. oh the killer
1: lion john That's mm-hmm. right. yeah the
2: killer lion john so yeah that was cool i gave that a 7 out of 10 and then i have the barn 2 um mm. i definitely prefer the first barn but i thought this was still pretty cool uh, a lot of cool cameos in it uh, i always i like the color scheme it feels very uh halloween and um just another fun one gave that s10 as well and then uh 23 another holiday move and that is christmas a bloody christmas um i did like it i had a good time with it uh i was one of the people annoyed by all the fucks but whatever um i it was fun it was probably my least favorite of the joe vegas films though but i still gave it a 7 out of 10 uh then at number 22 i have texas chainsaw massacre uh it's definitely not a great movie the story's pretty stupid but it was just a really fun time you know a lot of kills uh and like jp said it was a texas chainsaw massacre so i gave it a 7 out of 10 just for enjoyment 21 i had men i thought this movie was pretty creepy and unsettling um and it definitely Essence uh, within it. uh By the end, it gets a little just confusing and such. But I kind of get what you're saying. But whatever, I, I liked it because it was creepy and kind of a unique plot. So I gave that a seven and a half out of ten. Number twenty, I have Watcher. um That was a cool one. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that one. Yeah, it was. It it. I don't know the trailer. I, looked creepier than it was so it kind of sort of disappointed me a little bit but i still enjoyed it uh, it still had its moments and um you know i just it's kind of like an apartment setting type of deal and i do enjoy that uh so i gave that uh, a seven and a half as well then after, after i have number 19 amityville christmas vacation yes um what, what? i had i had fun with this uh this uh, film, an independent film by a filmmaker around here that I worked with once. He's super nice, but uh, it wasn't just pure bias. I actually had a good time with this. Um, and, you know, dude that reviews all the movies from the Amityville franchise in the group gave it a <laughs> one out of 10. But he was, mo- I think he's more so basing that off of it's not really based off of the amityville story per se it's just it using the, the name highest. yeah <clears throat> yeah pretty much um but whatever i had fun with it i think it had a lot of heart um it had christmas uh said it's like a horror comedy it was more so funny than anything it was very enjoyable and it was short it was literally 47 minutes i think so uh, i didn't overstay its welcome i gave that half because i thought it was a really good independent film uh 18 i have smile uh that one was really creepy and surprisingly pretty good considering a lot of these cursed whatever movies tend to be chick and bad uh the only complaint which is on me is we saw the trailer so many times and it was one of those trailers that gave away the really good scares so that kind of took a little bit away from me but other than that i thought it was a really creepy concept and i would like to see a sequel so seven and a half on that one as well seven i have oh wait yeah 17 i have piggy um that one was pretty good uh, it was the concept i like of you know just like a kind of girl outsider girl who's getting picked on uh, i believe it was a spanish film and uh you know she's getting picked on and then her picker owners get kidnapped and basically it's like what's going to happen Um, I like the first half a little better than the second half. I feel like it could have been a lot better. Like, I feel like it could have been more memorable, but it kind of plays it safe in a way. So for that, it wasn't higher on my list, but I still gave it a seven and a half. It was still a fun watch. Um, After that, 16, I have Bones and All.
0: (laughs) That's funny. I picked that as your number one.
2: It's number six (laughs) this year. Uh, but it's just uh, like I said I wasn't huge on the whole romance stuff I think I wanted more like eating bones and all I guess within it but I still gave it an 8 out of 10 it was a great story it was like a road horror flick which I dig but the romance I could have just done with a little bit less of that but 8 out of 10 still good uh, 15 I had bodies 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 I had a lot of fun with this I didn't really expect to have a time with this as I did but I did and uh the ending itself is what kind of elevates <laughs> it um for me I was that was hilarious so uh eight out of ten for that 14 I have fall uh this one made me almost like vomit pass out shit myself at the same time because it was just uh heights uh big fear of heights for me and this one really does well with making that scary it's not overly original felt like a mix of like the descent and frozen um but yeah it was terrifying and really stupid that anyone would ever do something like this so i gave it an eight out of ten because i've had my anxiety really high throughout the whole thing and i thought it was very well um then I have a duel at thirteen. uh, uh, d- uh
1: real quick, moods did you see fall? No. <laughs> that I thought of you the whole time we watched it.
2: Yeah, you
0: probably <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. Because yeah. we
1: like even me who's not a big heights person, like there are a few like scenes in there where I was like, like made my stomach feel weird.
2: Yeah, you feel like you're gonna <laughs> fall while watching it. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, you should check it out, moods. You'd probably like it. Uh But yeah, 13, I have Duel, uh, as JP did. Um, Yeah, and it seems like no one really has seen this one, which is unfortunate. Uh, It probably, it might have maybe have made it in my top 10 if I felt, it was like the most important, I think, for me, out of all these films. So, but it's great nonetheless. It's got like this really dark comedy to it, which I enjoyed and just, the way characters talk and stuff is very different and off-putting and stuff like that. And just the whole plot uh, was cool. And it's actually kind of like sad how it all plays out at the end. So uh thought it was really, really good and uh, I wish more people would have seen it. So give it that an eight out of 10. Number 12. I have studio six, 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 AKA JP said, Dave Grohl makes a move with all his friends or whatever. <laughs> um, Oh, that's a person
1: i'm actually shocked that wasn't in your top 10
2: i thought it was going to be actually um i was shocked too when it all came down to it uh which rest in peace peace to taylor hawkins that was one of the people that we forgot to mention on the episode where we were Mm -hmm. talking about all the dead people but Mm -hmm. so he died like a month after this movie came out um i'm a fan of the food fighters so i was pretty sad by that but yeah. no i really enjoyed this movie obviously they're not actors so the acting's not great in it but i thought it was a blast like it really does feel like dave Grohl just came out with this idea to make a stupid movie <laughs> and everyone else was, was everyone else was just like okay dave and <laughs> this is what you got so i had a great time with it i gave it an eight out of ten it is i would definitely go back and rewatch that um and then number 11 is where I have Halloween ends.
1: Just missed your top 10. Mm. Yeah.
2: And that was probably my favorite out of these. It was definitely my favorite one out of the new three films. And it did not make the list though. So, uh, but still I gave it an eight out of 10 I thought it was a cool concept and I fully thought I was going to go in and hate it based off of what everybody was saying. So I was shocked by how much, I did not hate it. Uh, And yeah, I think it's, you know, I could see why there's the divide, but it's either going to work for you or it's not. And that's kind of how it, how it goes. So eight out of 10, that is, that is my list and I am sticking to it.
1: Mm. Any honorable mentions?
2: Uh, Not really. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I, I mean, VHS ninety nine must have been very not memorable for me because I gave it a seven out of ten, but like I literally don't even remember it until you started talking about it, the stories, and I was like, oh yeah, mm. that one wasn't too bad. Um, I enjoyed like stuff like the found footage phenomenon, which is phenomenon, which is a documentary that came out.
1: Yeah, it was this good. Year. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot to watch that actually.
2: Yeah. So that was that was cool, but um. Yeah, that's it. Also,
1: I do have Dave's list. Um, if you wanna do it last, or do you want me to do it now, Mids? Uh
0: doesn't matter. You can do it right now. You can do it right now, it's fine. Okay. Uh
1: his honorable mention is Speak No Evil at a seven out of ten. Uh number twenty-five is Texas Chainsaw Massacre with a Uh, 7 out of 10, so we had the same number 25. (laughs) Um, Number 24 is actually um, uh, Men with a 7 out of 10. Number 23 is All Jacked Up and Full of Worms with a a 7.5 out of 10. Number 22 is The innocence with a a 7.5 out of 10. Number 21 is Master with a a 7.5 out of 10. Number 20 is The Black Phone with a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, Number 19 is Hell Van with a 7.5 out of 10. Number 18 is Christmas Bloody Christmas with an 8 out of 10. Number 17 is Terrifier 2 with an 8 out of 10. Number 16 is Resurrection with an 8 out of 10. Number 15 is Fresh with an 8 out of 10. Number 14 is Piggy or sorry. Number 14 is dark glasses with an eight out of 10. Sure. Number 13 is anyone. want to take a guess. Piggy <laughs> with an eight out of 10, right? Um, number 12 is the leech with an eight out of 10. So pretty close to a top 10. And then number 11 actually a little bit shocking. Oops, sorry. A little bit shocking to me is actually sissy with an eight out of 10.
0: Mm, wow. Number 11. Crazy. Alright. Um, okay, so coming at number 25 for myself is an anthology called uh, Tiny Cinema. It is directed by Tyler Kornack. He's the guy that brought us Butt Boy. <laughs> um, shit's kind of fucking funny, man. Like, this one's all, like, the shorts are actually quite original. They're nasty, gory, funny. It, it has it all, man. It's just, it really has shorts, or it has some stories that um, just they're original they're original they're fucked they're fucked so do you guys did you guys did chances watch uh, tiny cinema
1: i did not
2: no <laughs>
0: it's uh it's definitely um a freak show of uh shorts man it, it really is but like i said though the, the main key element here is original like some of the stories i've never seen before pretty crazy stuff so i gave that a seven and a half out of ten number 24 speak no evil i thought this movie was uh was really good it's something that we've possibly seen before it's kind of mean-spirited which is kind of crazy um i enjoyed it man, for what it was another seven and a half out of ten uh number 23 resurrection um i thought the third act was batshit in this one um it it, it kind of went into a place where i was like what really but i enjoyed it seven and a half out of ten uh number 22 argento's dark glasses Uh, Like I said, you know, production value alone, I enjoyed it. It's not his greatest narrative work, but uh, it's definitely a step in the right direction considering what he's done in the last 15, 20 years. So I enjoyed Dark Glasses. Again, 7.5 out of 10. Um, I mean, honestly, dude, the the core narrative of this has got to be the funniest thing ever. Like, it's one of those aha moments where you're like, like, really, this is why the guy is fucking killing people? (laughs) It's actually, and who said the Italians don't have fucking... uh, sense of humorous because that shit's pretty damn funny to me uh number 21 is death to metal um did anyone see this one I'm sure I've seen nope. this on no one's list at all nope. yeah so death to metal is uh it's a low budget film uh it was actually released by wild Eye. It was on blu-ray um good stuff though man it's basically about this priest that has this accent and he like fucking hates heavy metal he hates all the people that are involved in it he has this accent and, and he ends up you know turning into this monster and he goes on this fucking killing spree it's actually really damn fun um, very, very well executed uh, production value, a lot higher than you think it would be. It's definitely not one of their $2 movies. It's uh, at least a 10 or a 12, but uh, it's good stuff. It's really fun. So if you're into like heavy metal kind of rock and roll movies and shit like that, this one's for you. It's fun. Um, seven and a half out of 10 in at number 20 is the black phone, which actually really surprised me. I wasn't expecting to like this one as much. Ethan Hawke was great in the film. I thought he he played the villain very, very well. Uh, He was kind of frightening to me. Um, Not overly 100% original, but it does have some really good moments in it and stuff. And I, you know, at the end of the day, man, it was just entertaining. It kept my attention through the whole thing. Eight out of 10. Number 19 is master. Uh, I think that this was also on Dave's list. Uh, Master was really cool. It's more of like a psychological. um, It's kind of set in this reality, but not. And, you know, it deals with a lot of, it's a very layered film. It's full of social commentaries. It's got a definitely everybody could probably interpret this film a little bit different um did you guys say that you saw it or not which move (laughs) master no so no one saw that
2: I am gonna say he probably did not see it
0: oh okay yeah so yeah that's probably why it wasn't okay um so anyways yeah so uh master which is it's a really good film it's well acted um it's very intriguing it's very intriguing like i said it's super layered so there's a lot of ways to kind of look at it and stuff so i highly recommend it eight out of ten it's a good movie i could see people's argument for it being not horror but in a sense you know honestly the core of it it's it's pretty scary number 18 is uh what josh has saw um i haven't heard anyone talk about this movie i think it was um, it's readily available man it was on shutter and shit like that yeah, so it was
1: like two plus hours of like uh you know, the, never got to it.
0: Yeah. See, the thing is with what Joshua saw is the reason why it runs so long is because it, it it's not an anthology, but it's told in chapters like an anthology where everything comes together at the end. So I didn't know that going in. So like the first story is you know it's telling this story, and then it cuts to this other story. I'm like, what the fuck? And then it cuts to another one. I'm like, oh shit! But then everything kind of comes together, and it's um it, it, the honestly the third act is fucked up. It's really fucked up. And actually, JP, this is something you got to see, man, because there's some elements in this film that you love, <laughs> love, right. loved. And I mean, you probably know what I'm referring to because it's fucked yep. up. Like you don't really <laughs> see that it's fucked up, dude. Like I was like, "What? This is crazy!" Like the storytelling was batshit, and it kind of like keeps you interested because you're like, "Where is this going?" But so what? Josh just saw Sunshower, eight out of ten, good film. uh I think the only film I watched this year. That was on netflix um i ah, man we only had maybe a handful all year even on and netflix was just piss poor for for horror films this year and that's hellhole and i only watched it because i was sitting around one night and i was on netflix i'm like you know what this just came on i'm like i don't know anything about it kind of read the synopsis and i'm like oh fuck, it sounds super generic it sounds like this typical um exorcism type film basically about a, a he's like an agent he goes undercover into this monastery Type thing, and he's wants to do some investigating. There's some shit going on in there. And it's so it starts to play out like your stereotypical um exorcism type film, but then it just totally gets away from that. It's nothing like that at all. And then where it goes at the end is like actually the ending's pretty damn cool. It probably has one of the coolest endings of any film this year. Uh, I thought it was unique. I thought it was actually really interesting. Um, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. So you can get past like the first like 40 minutes in it because, like I said, it's it feels like it's very generic. But then it totally turns on itself and it's not so uh, hellhole. Number 17. Number 16 is the apology. Another holiday themed Christmas horror film from this year, basically about two characters uh, having a conversation. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, It's uh, I thought it was really well done. The acting was good. It was it had it had the ending. Um, It was good. The apology was good. Check it out. Uh, Number 15. Yes, I put it on the list because it's an extended list and I'll give a fuck and that's violent night. Um, not your typical horror film at all, but I'm putting it on there because it's extended and I don't give a shit. I enjoyed it violent night. It's, um, it's die hard home alone. It's what it is. You know, it, it's, it's got some crazy nice shoutouts, outs, like silent night, deadly night and stuff. It, it's fun. It's fun. It's stupid. Uh, number 14 is the absolutely nauseating mad. God, um, Bill <laughs> Tippett's fucking animated nightmare. It, it's like literally made my stomach turn over and over again because it's just it's so overpowering it's just like 90 minutes of holy fuck it's never gonna stop and it's like in a good way though like the visuals are so crazy it took him a long time to do the film it's kind of like his magnum opus you know he's been something he's been wanting to do for a long time does the narrative make a lot of sense i don't know <laughs> i don't know your guess is as good as mine man uh, it, it's almost hard to figure out. Um, there is, you know, elements you can figure out of it, but visually it's just crazy. It's so crazy. Um, just for the style of it and the, and the sheer nightmare aspect of it, nine out of 10, it's really well done. I don't know. I mean, it's something I would actually like to watch on the big screen. Cause I watched it on was on shutter, right? So I'd like to see it on the big screen, see how sick I get from that. Um, number 13 is the long walk this is another film that was on shutter um (laughs) it's actually funny story about this film i recommended this film i know brandon really liked it too and then dave z he couldn't get past like the first 40 minutes he's like i'm so confused i have no idea what the fuck i'm watching here so he had to turn it off but it's it's a it's a really good movie like you know basically about this dude that can almost go back in time it's like where his mother um died and stuff and it's i don't want to reveal too much about it because you really can't you got to kind of see it for yourself. So uh, really well done uh, Asian film. Good stuff though. Uh, number 12 again extended list. I thoroughly enjoyed this one definitely has horror elements a lot of exploitation. It is batshit insane animated film called the old man movie released by unearthed films. It is just dude. I was fucking belly laughing through this whole thing, dude. There's so many funny parts on this, like legitimately, like so well done. And like, it's funny because it's foreign. So you're reading it, but it's like it translates so well because it's just it, it's like a perfect translation. It's great. It's great. And there's just so much oddity and uniqueness to this movie that you can't help but just smile. It's it's so well done. And uh, number 11 is the righteousness, the righteous um this is uh did you guys watch this i can't remember if we talked about this one the righteous no i don't think no. I seen that. so arrow I Dave's list. yeah
2: so arrow, yeah
0: arrow yeah yeah so arrow actually released this on Blu-ray, and i was like oh shit, that's a modern film so i checked it out uh, i didn't buy it or nothing but i checked it out and i was like oh shit, that's actually really good it's uh it's an interesting one again a film you don't want to really know too much about going into it because you don't really want to ruin anything but it's uh it has something to do with like a priest and you know, his past and this dude that shows up and um, there's, there's a lot of uh, interactions and then things that are developing. I I just don't want to give too much away. It's really good. I thought it was really, really good. I think Mr. Parker said he he liked it, um, but he didn't love it. But I think it's because it has to do with so much religious aspects of it and stuff like that. So JP, I think you'd really like this one actually, because I know you're into like these type of films uh, and it's got Mm. uh, it's, it's, cool, man. It's really well acted, too. It's very atmospheric. Uh, It's got a lot of things going on. It's at times can be kind of a head scratcher, but I think it works on all levels. So so number eleven, nine out of 10. It was in my top 10 pretty much all year. Um, I know it's funny because I make my list is like my favorite list and shit like that. So the reason why my bottom ones are actually eights out of tens and those are nine because a couple of those, I wasn't going to put in my horror film list, like the, or the top 10 list, the old man movie, stuff like that. You know, it's violent. I wasn't going to make it because you know, it's not really horror. but, um, so, but I, I had a hard time keeping that one off, but I, at the end of the day, I just, you know, off season, which came in at number 10, which is lower rating, but had more fun with it. So right. Just it's, it's almost like a, it's, it's, it's like very heavy. You know what I mean? It's one of those films that like, you watch and you kind of feel exhausted after because there's like so much to take in, so much to absorb and stuff. So. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, 25 to 11. Um, I've had a couple. Honorable mentions, I don't even really know. I like pray this year, you know, that one. Oh I yeah, that,
1: I forgot about Prey. I like Prey as I, well. I thought
0: Prey Nope. I, I I do need to rewatch mm. Nope. Um I only got to saw see it once in the theater. And uh, I've just been waiting for the fucking blue or the 4K to go down all year, and it's still way overpriced. I'm like, fuck it, I'm not buying that shit. So I haven't got a chance to rewatch because I wanted to watch it on my big screen and I was like, fuck, whatever. Um yeah, I enjoyed that. Um not really a lot for honorable mentions. all will say that two witches I thought was interesting. I think they're making a sequel to that actually too Um, i'm actually quite surprised that deadstream didn't make more lists this year i think i saw it on. i
1: never actually watched it
0: yeah you know at first i was like totally annoyed with the main character in that film but then everything started to kind of make sense like why he was the way he was and uh like it's like they made a found footage film that like legitimately had pretty scary parts in it and was trying to be like it was funny at the same time but it was like being scary at the same time I thought it was actually quite well done and you know me i'm not really a big fan of these like live streaming technology type films and that one kept my attention so you know i kind of i kind of enjoyed that i mean the uh, the sequel to orphan first kill was good
1: <laughs> <laughs> jeremy's such an idiot dude
0: <laughs> you know what i gotta say man my most one of my most hated movies of the year we didn't even talk about we, we don't really bring this up a lot but run sweetheart run man I've never watched a movie that appalled me so bad. Like this movie was so disgusting with with shoving the social commentary down your throat. Like every man in this film was a bonafide and dignified piece of fucking trash I, like there's every male is not like this it's like the film opens up with a guy like you know grabbing a chick's ass on a fucking train i'm like shut the that fucking shit does not happen that's bullshit, man it's just so it was abundant what where they were going in the beginning of this film within two minutes i'm like this is fucking, and it just never lets up it's it's crazy it's like you're living in this world where every single male in the world is just yeah out to get you kind of thing not really oh i hated that movie i fucking <clears throat> hated that movie man it was bad um I, I do want to bring up dash cam though because that movie was probably visually one of the worst i've seen all year oh my and it was so god, it was dude. so nauseating and i found out that the lead character is actually a podcaster in real life she's not even really an actor so she's oh essentially playing herself on the, in this movie she's literally just playing herself and i was like oh my god that, does that make it better or worse i have no idea but I will like the end credits were funny when she was rapping the, the, uh, it the actually,
1: credits. I actually came yeah. around on the character. In it was the funny because it, like, like, it goes
0: on for like seven minutes of her yeah. just freestyling all the credits and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's actually, she's really just funny. a goofball idiot and I, totally. I kind of like that now yeah like in,
1: in the movie but, at first I was like super annoyed but well she's just a fucking can't stand her
0: voice the problem is yeah. with the movie is you know I mean it is very obnoxious in its approach because like it's a found footage film and essentially it's very movie it's very distracting and and, and, and the biggest part for me that wasn't working was the fact that nothing even made sense there was no they didn't give you anything by <laughs> yeah. the end of the movie you literally had no idea what was going on and i'm like, so and you, couldn't just...
2: yeah, like you, you couldn't see the spares. yeah you couldn't even see
0: you couldn't see anything they don't give you any core narrative like we know that she's live streaming this blah blah, blah and they're like we don't know what the fuck is going on and i'm like kid, okay, that just kind of ruined it at least if they gave you something and not every movie has to tell you what's going on but that one really did need to tell you for it to work better <laughs> because it was just it felt so fucking pointless man i don't know so uh,
1: what was the worst films you guys seen just I think quick. The
0: Accursed, I gave it 1 out of 10. Night's End, this piece of shit I watched, Night's End, was 1 out of 10. And I'm fuck. I am pretty sure this movie made some people's extended list or whatever, but all my friends hate me. First of all, it's not a horror film. It's not a fucking... Co- so this movie was like, I think it, originally on IMDb, it said drama horror. And I was... Or no, it said comedy, drama, horror. I think that's what it was dubbed as. And I was like okay dramatic yeah comedy what the movie doesn't have one funny thing in it it doesn't even have like it may be minor dark humor and stuff but i was like horror where the like like, no i can't even make an argument for this thing man it was fucking exhaustingly bad and i know i brought this up with dave because we were talking in the chat about this and he's like i really liked i gave it like seven out of ten i'm like "Did did you watch the same fucking movie as me because first of all his he's very hard on like what's horror and what's not like I mean Mm. I can't believe for a second that he would ever truly believe that this movie is hard there's (laughs) nothing horror about it there's not even one moment in it like literally nothing it's so I every character is so fucking awful just shitty people and I get that's (laughs) kind of like but it, it like oh you can't even root for the guy that's like oh my god it's bad I hated it so much what a waste of time. That was flux gourmet. I actually don't understand this movie. Can anybody explain (laughs) this fucking movie to me? I skipped it. So I think I've come to the conclusion that I don't understand anything that this director puts out. I I honestly don't understand where he's coming from. Like what's the dude's name again? Peter Strickland. (laughs) So Peter Strickland directed, so he did, I, you know, I mean, that's the thing with this films is that you can kind of interpret things to a certain level like I didn't mind in fabric I think we we watched that one a couple years back um I like barbarian sound studio can I make a lot of sense about it some maybe I haven't seen the Duke of Burgundy yet have you guys seen these movies no <laughs> give you a general idea of what like what he's doing like he, he his movies are really heavy full of commentaries and, and they always have like kind of a lot of different type of his storytelling is just a lot different like it probably makes sense to him but I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do with Flux Gourmet here. I, I, I just. OK, so it's actually dubbed as comedy drama mm-hmm. Um, I I get the comedy part, but like I didn't even smile through the, the and I laugh at everything. Like I, I I can't even explain this at all. What the fuck I was watching with this movie. I, I don't get it. How people could make any sense of this shit, man. So that one was just like a. It was like a total bust to me too. um Pray for the devil was one of the worst theatrical probably the worst theatrical I saw all year uh just straight genetic genetic just straight up fucking g- generic fucking exorcism bullshit it was hor- horrible you guys you guys skip pray the for the devil right uh yeah, we didn't see yeah, that. that looked
2: really generic.
0: No, oh, fuck it was really fucking bad, man. Really fucking bad. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, um, I, I you know, I mean, there's a lot of average movies and stuff like but I don't one my, movie I was really disappointed with was Feed Me. I really wanted to like that movie, but it just kind of came in about like a kind of an average one for me, but so
1: You've seen a lot of stuff I didn't see uh my the bottom of my list honestly very solid bottom of my list like considering that I didn't really see any like pure shit bags um the worst movie I seen the this year was probably um the reef Stalked. uh just nowhere near as good as the first one um and then attack of the 50-foot cam girl I gave a five out of ten but I like the movie so <laughs> uh that's a full moon flick that's mm-hmm. actually and had some funny jokes in it um the last thing i was the last one was crimes of the future which i thought was pretty not interesting but i still Mm -hmm. gave it like a six it's just that that, that's how little bad movies i watched this year
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it happens every year i mean like i said i watched 100 movies and i have quite a few under five this year and stuff but you know it's it is what it is i mean there's a few films I wish I had got to rewatch, but you know, it happens every year, right? We only have so much time, so. Right. Um Carly, your worst films?
2: Uh yeah, I mean, I also didn't really watch that many bad ones. I just kind of refused to uh subject <laughs> myself to much this year. Uh but like I said Dash Cam was pretty garbage. Uh Crimes of the Future is down there for me. I just was really bored during that one. It was probably remember obviously it was like a generic baby birth pregnancy movie or something i think i watched on tubi uh sissy i hated everyone liked that one but i gave that like a five
0: i didn't like it either 10
2: for being a movie yeah and then Who Invited Them, which a lot of people like that one, too. I didn't really like that one. So. Oh,
0: I was actually just looking at mine. I gave it three out of ten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm i in the minority. Well, we're in the minority. A lot of people did like Who Invited Them, but I thought it was a waste of time. It didn't really pay off. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of it.
0: Cool, cool. All right. Um. Well, I guess uh, with that said, let's... um. Let's get into the 2023 uh, preview, Preview. I guess. Preview. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you want to do this? Um, I know Bloody Disgusting has a pretty decent list of films that are. Yeah, you just go down that and then we'll fill in any blanks that they might have missed. All right. So they have this in actually in like release order too, which is kind of nice too. So of course, right at the top of the list is Megan, which is already in cinema right now
1: made a lot of money and for most and and did really well critically but for most horror fans i'm hearing it's about 6.57 which is literally what i expected
0: (laughs) that's exactly what it looks like it's going to be too you know it just yeah that, that doesn't really surprise me uh there's a film called candyland which you know isn't really the most um original title there's been a few of those
1: yeah that one uh i heard that it was like pretty decent i think it's um a bunch of sex workers at a truck stop something like that i don't know if it's i don't know if it's dark or it's supposed to be a comedy so it's not or like- based on the board game it does say <laughs> it's a slasher
0: so that's kind of interesting is it this is theatrical too or you said this is no going- no
1: this is out on vod right now you
0: can okay watch it. so slasher film that one you know it, it that could be okay i mean taking place at a, at a truck stop that's kind of an interesting setting you don't see that a mm-hmm. lot so uh then this one it, it makes me laugh the title it's rink. As in, like, the childhood um, uh, nursery yeah, rhyme, but that's that skittim was... rinky dinky dink. Yeah, man, <laughs> a rink. That's fucking funny, actually. But it that, says that
1: one was really, go ahead. go ahead.
0: Yeah, so it basically says it says uh, the viral horror hit arrives in theater soon, so it is getting a theatrical. Uh, it follows two kids that wake up to find their father gone so they create a slumber party and play old videotapes to cope but it soon becomes clear that something is watching them so I don't really know what to expect so, from this at all this
1: one um so it it uh showed it Fantasia last year tried to get a screener for it ended up never getting it mm-hmm. um and then I seen a bunch of people have it on their list this year but it's I don't think it's ever officially been released. I think it was only at like festivals and like I think there was screeners um for uh you know the company that made made it. I think that people were getting emailed screeners and I know it was on the site, the the you know uh pirate sites. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that were including it just saw it that way. Yeah. Um and then I do know that Shutter picked it up and actually me and Carly went and seen um a movie a premiere of some movie um called thrust um over the weekend and they showed a trailer for this As this is going to be one of their films they're showing and they're mm. doing a scary month so uh it looks creepy uh the, it yeah. was most known for being a very like a lot of people were saying it's scariest movie of the year last year so could be cool
0: I just right? I, I got to check in I think I love the the play on words the skin of I think that's kind of funny actually it doesn't really give you a whole lot too so it's kind of nice also um January Even 17- the trailer yeah didn't give anything did it Carly
2: the trailer was wasn't it, it was like a joke it was like in this house
0: right no that's right?
1: just the people behind us were making it into a joke it wasn't actually supposed to be funny mm.
2: no but it was I thought that was because I keep saying it like uh, no it works. literally it was
1: t- just being serious
2: uh, Well, hmm. to me the trailer is kind of comes off comical with that because I thought it was like a joke on old trailers
1: no it literally isn't that's what's. that's why I was like kind of annoyed at the people behind us oh, okay.
0: so we have uh, I guess- so we have another um I guess technically a killer kids type film and it's called there's something wrong with the children uh, it was directed that by Rox-
1: sounds like a. It, that sounds like a, like a 70s TV movie <laughs> it does
0: or it sounds like a sequel to the children the children yeah. but now there's something wrong with the children uh directed by Roxanne Benjamin who did uh, Southbound um okay which I really thought that was a great anthology I th- actually one of my favorites the last few years man I really like that one uh so that one looks so it's kind of cool it just has the whole killer angle thing doesn't really give you much in the description but yeah there's mm-hmm. obviously something wrong with the children uh the january 20th we've got uh canadian jason eisner's new film kids vs. aliens uh which is pretty cool if you're not familiar with eisner's work he did hobo with a shotgun he did the short amazing short trevenge which is fucking amazing did probably he did a really cool vhs section uh, short in vhs2 well that's what this is i believe yeah and so that that's what you were explaining before we started recording here was this is actually like a like a sequel to that
1: or something i think it's a i think it's that I think it's just extended into a full film because you remember it was um the kids at the slumber party they put a camera on their dog yeah and then it was during an alien abduction or the alien thing um I literally think that that is what this is from what I've heard but I'm it, not it honestly
0: sure. makes a lot of sense being kids versus aliens it says when sib- siblings are left alone on Halloween weekend so this is actually a Halloween themed film that's cool uh, a teen house party turns to terror when aliens attack, forcing the kids to band together to survive the night. So, and, and it's like literally the the still that we see for this, uh, for this uh, movie is just like three younger kids. They look like they're like 10, 11 years old. So they'll say teen. I don't know, but these kids look young. So I don't know. Were they yeah,
1: I mean, I guess it could be um, sort of, It maybe it's just inspired by that initial um it's probably
0: it's got to be like related but i mean not like fully related but it definitely takes from that idea i'm Mm -hmm. assuming because it's very similar um Mm -hmm. all right so it says a
1: feature-length adaptation of slumber party alien abduction Mm
2: -hmm.
0: cool so that's cool uh so january 27th we got uh, the one one of the films i'm really looking forward to this year which is infinity pool which is uh another canadian brandon cronenberg's um new film course he did possessor antiviral in the past uh starring um Alexander Skarsgård and of course uh, Mia goth who as well uh,
1: as Cleopatra Coleman who was in um a movie that I just seen recently I can't remember what it was
0: so right there I mean Cronenberg's been knocking out the park with his films he's got a great cast I mean this one I think is going to be fantastic hopefully I mean i had big hopes for Possessor, and that thing came through really <laughs> huge for me i love that movie it's really great that was your
1: number one right
0: yeah and yeah. antiviral when we did antiviral what way back in 13 or whatever that shit was like it, the color scheme of that film was still burnt into my eyes you know it's so damn white yeah <laughs> interesting film very very and that
1: one comes out soon right you said
0: January yeah, or something january 27th um wow okay so that one soon and i'm yeah that, that's very exciting um <clears throat> surprisingly like i'm not a huge fan of of uh this director but this one sounds pretty cool and i have you know recently liked some of his films i really liked the visit i thought that movie was great and this is uh, knock at the cabin from uh coming out on february 3rd uh it's an m night Shyamalan film um which basically is about a family held hostage and forced to make impossible choices to advert the apocalypse in the first rated r movie by Shyamalan since the happening so this has potential it's rated r um i mean it's, it's going to have some Shyamalan uh twists and turns in there i'm assuming but to avert an apocalypse it's interesting i, I don't yeah, know yeah i
1: saw the trailer to this one recently and honestly like i Shyamalan is one of my favorite directors uh, he's i like all of his movies pretty much and uh he's really done well in the past like
0: i don't know a decade for me oh what um, was the what was the one that he did last year was it uh was um it? The, he did old 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 I actually really um, liked old a lot of people i thought it was actually kind of cool man I, yeah I and it. like yeah.
1: split. I liked a lot and then the visit so he's been lately he's been doing really good yeah
0: the visit and old I really like the visit was actually I think the very one of the very first Shyamalan films I really like loved I was like holy shit that was that was fucking good man it's creepy and shit it was good (laughs) yeah yeah um good twist um this one right here just looks absolutely ridiculous (laughs) man February 24th we get cocaine bear which I have seen actually a trailer for which i don't yeah, know yeah it's like a I mean,
1: wide release i was like
0: what yeah and i know when i when I was seeing the trailer i didn't realize it was a trailer to a movie i was and then i saw that really Leota was i was like oh shit this is the movie that he was making i think when he passed away I'm pretty sure and uh, i was like oh fuck this movie looks ridiculous but to get a wide theatrical for uh, literally a bear that like gets into some coke <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's what the storyline is it
1: literally it literally is yeah it's a killer bear movie that's high on cocaine
0: so elizabeth banks (laughs) helm movie inspired by true events in kentucky in 1985 so obviously somebody threw some cocaine out of a plane and a (laughs) bear fucking ate it and yeah it just went batshit so this has potential to be fun i don't know if it's gonna be great but what did you think of that trailer carly
2: Uh, i mean i thought it looked ridiculous i felt like people were kind of like over the top they're like this is gonna be so Right, I can't wait. What's I it? don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna like it, but we'll we'll
0: see. The bear, I thought in the tra- I thought the CG bear looked really bad in the trailer. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it is so like great, n- so ninety minutes of that is going to be like, oh, do I have to keep looking at this fucking this coked up shitty CG bear? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna play out for ninety minutes, but I guess we'll see. I guess it depends on the kills though too. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna play. Yeah. Um, this one says February to be announced. It's called The Outwaters. I don't know anything about this one. Uh, um,
1: this is, is this the Orville? No, I'm thinking of a different film. This one's, um, a,
0: despite a familiar initial setup, there's nothing conventional about found footage, Nightmare, The Outwaters. So it's a found footage film. Uh, writer, director, Robbie. Oh, Bamfitch. this one
1: is Screambox, which is, I believe, owned by Bloody Disgusting. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is Screambox. A, uh,
1: um streaming service. So. This okay. is sort of like their own in-house stuff.
0: Okay. So found footage movie, um, VOD, whatever you want to call it. Uh, March 10th, we're getting, I, I can't even believe this one's already coming out so soon, but scream six,
1: you see Jason, the guy in the, I, I, I assume this has to take place on Halloween, right? Because you got Jason, you got pinhead behind Ghostface in that still.
0: I know. Yeah. I was wondering the same thing about that. Yeah. Cause you can see like all these masks and everyone's dressed up. Like literally everybody's dressed up. So
1: is uh, that freaking Samara weaving? from uh ready or not <laughs> that girl with the braids in her hair <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um, um, but yeah i'm super excited for this one
0: yeah i, I mean <laughs> i don't know man I, I mean it'll be the sixth screen film i've seen in c- cinema so i mean i'll we get it and dude I,
1: I mean in new york that's kind of cool
2: i'm just a little concerned That
0: is, yeah but I'm you remember say. remember last time a major franchise went to new york what happened they Red remember tongue. they they, t- they somehow took a boat from Crystal Lake to New York like I, we, we just can't figure it out well, well this one they're taking a subway, a Lincoln subway Lincoln from Westboro
1: to New York could you <laughs> they take a subway the whole way <laughs> <laughs> they take a subway the whole way
0: <laughs> right that's ridiculous
1: that would be so stupid that'd be so stupid yeah oh, I'm just man. excited for Kirby to return
0: I don't care <laughs> i honestly Kirby whatever you know i watch these movies i'm like whatever yeah yeah i mean i didn't hate scream scream five yes. scream whatever you want yeah it's called scream for a reason it's yeah. it's half clever but i i still think the core narrative of it, man is ridiculous man it is ridiculous but it's just like, accept it and you'll enjoy it more
1: just accept it
0: oh just, dude just when they explain ridiculous. that in the film i was like i had one of those moments in theory went oh I was like, <laughs> shut up really <laughs> anyways all right so this one i think looks kind of cool uh march 17th it's a film called 65 this is sam raimi is joined forces with a quiet place writer scott beck and brian woods for 65 so original sci-fi thriller starring adam diver uh, a few other people uh i don't know man it, it's battle against dinosaurs so really yeah, yeah know driver brings the big guns to what it, it appears to a suspenseful battle against dinosaurs and i'm like holy shit, dude like you know, this <laughs> look is at the next
1: big- movie look at the next movie
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right so i mean that was actually totally unplanned i just yeah but like dinosaurs when was the last time you seen like a theatrical Jurassic like, park oh Not yeah really any
2: horror well i meant like
0: horror this one seems like it's a little bit more on the horror realm i don't think i've ever seen
1: a theatrical
0: dinosaur yeah. Mo- horror right. movie <laughs> yeah it was probably before our time in the 70s when they did all those dinosaur movies that were helmed as like you know sci-fi thriller horror film whatever you want to call them. right all right well this one looks pretty cool doesn't really give you much on it but I mean with Sam Raimi and and Scott back like I, I guess we'll see I guess we'll see uh March 21st is literally a film called holy shit and this I have to read amazing I have to read this out because I started laughing at this so hard. It's like Lucas Rinker's bonker bonkers. Black comedy season. architect locked inside a portable toilet at a construction site set. We call those Porta John's. Yeah, Porta John's. Um, <laughs> Look for this wild ride to arrive only on screen box. Okay. So there's another screen box title, but still that premise man, a dude's <laughs> trapped in a shitter at a construction site.
2: It's <laughs> horrible. It's literally called oh, holy dude, shit. That's
0: <laughs> I got to see like this it. man title alone. That's just that's amazing. So. That's probably pretty self-explanatory. Um,
1: we got an uh, Easter horror film coming.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. March 28th, we got Family Dinner. Uh, it says, meet a new Easter horror favorite this year. A teenager heads to to aunt's farm for Easter, hoping to get help losing weight. She quickly suspects something is deeply amiss. So, yeah, well... It I looks mean, like
1: some sort of cult, maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm Sounds thinking cool. cult stuff, or doesn't give you too much, but that could be okay. It's Easter it's cult. very
1: we got an Easter film that, like, just from the screenshot, doesn't look
0: plate like, ass. Like, it has like a fucking production, like a killer yeah. Easter yeah. bunny in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one says to be announced. It's called Envy's Men. Um. Now, this one actually kind of looks cool. I kind of passed over this one a couple times because it said to be announced, but it says this mm-hmm. neon folk horror release set in 1973 on an uninhabited island off the British coast. So it's a folk horror film set in the 70s off the uh, British
1: coast sounds like the wicker man
0: yeah it does actually <laughs> where a wildlife volunteer descends into terrifying metaphysical and eco-physical journey what does that say eco yeah phys- physical yeah I don't know journey that challenges her grip on reality and pushes her into a living nightmare well it currently sounds has cool. no release date Yeah, I mean it's full core I mean I'm always down for full core for the most part sometimes it doesn't work for me <clears throat> mid <Mid-lamour>. um <laughs> But it is what it is that one like that one actually looks old, doesn't it? Like the scale the yeah. on this, it actually yeah. looks like it might have been shot on film, which is yeah. hopefully it was if it, it's set 73, but uh, documentary coming April 4th called Living with Chucky. I and mean, JP were talking for the show. I, I was like, I'm very surprised that they haven't made like a full blown documentary about the child's play franchise before this. So kind of interesting.
1: And okay. the thing that I like about it is it says it's covering the franchise the entire franchise yeah so not just the first film yeah because cool. honestly anytime you have these documentaries i'm always more interested in the sequels because they always get the least the lesser amount of uh features i mean you've seen people talk about the first film to death so interesting as you know maybe like three or four um so that's what i'm more, mostly interested in but yeah hopefully
0: yeah. they do it kind of like the um uh, the Friday, the 13th, like epic yeah. of like eight to three or eight to 12 hours. If you, depending if you have <laughs> extended words, I have, I had pre-ordered that from the website. So I got the extended interview. So Same. It's, like, it's literally 12 and a half hours of like they go through every film like they cover seriously every single thing and then of course um, Never Sleep Again the Nightmare on Elm Street yeah one.
1: those two are the gold standard in and
0: the again they novels. go through every single movie you know film by film and you know interview by interview it's really good they're just so well done but that would be cool if this is done like that because you know it's big enough but they have the TV series on too and
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so this this one is still killing me man and the remake Right, and the remake, yeah, which I liked and a lot of people didn't like so much. I thought it was I liked as well. Yeah, it's fun. So April 14th, we got Renfield. Um <laughs> <laughs> So the second I found out that Nick Cage was playing Dracula in this film, I oh, I couldn't stop thinking about Vampire's Kiss and his performance. I hope he takes what he did in that film and puts it into this because it'll just be the stupidest thing ever. But yeah, they're making a Renfield film. They're making a fucking movie about Renfield. I'm like, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I like I, that. I guess we pretty much know, know what we're getting into this. It's set in modern times to comedy, obviously, and it's got potential. to be insanely wacky. Just put it that way. If we get some classic Nick cage in this, this is going to be good. Oh yeah. Uh, April 21st, the black demon don't know much about this one. Um, what does it say? It's when a or- shark. It's a shark film. Oh, it does too. Yeah. It says the, assess- the essence of this killer shark. Fi- okay. So yeah, it's a shark film, the black demon. Okay. We get a few of those every year. April 21st, we have evil dead rise, which I'm still a little which bit. Outdates I- another I- one
1: of our franchise. Shows. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, I'm so confused. Cause I've heard from people. My initial thought on this was it was a sequel to the latest evil dead film but then I've been reading that it's like a sequel to the original franchise. I'm confused. I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know what it is now. And But this seems to happen every time we get a uh, a remake or whatever you want to call it. Then they always go back and, and do a sequel to in the original franchise. We've seen this done in almost every franchise recently. So I don't know. It doesn't really give you much information in board it's relating to. I mean, INDB does say that it connects to the original and it lists all you know the evil dead evil dead too you know stuff like that so mm-hmm. maybe it is like it's taking place after um ash vs. evil dead uh, your guess is as good as mine i will say everything i've seen so far on this like the stills and everything everything looks terrible but i'm not <laughs> gonna say it's gonna be terrible it just doesn't look good i don't know I, I don't know it just it looks cheesy to me or like it looks cheap to me it's weird I'm sure i is. didn't
1: watch the trailer but i'm just saying like it's in a high rise and it's fucking basically demons
0: yeah well that's that's mm, i know it, it's fucking yeah demons too right all right june 16th we got the blackening oh what was this one again directed by Tim story who did ride along think like a man mm-hmm. in barbershop yeah what am i reading right now what am i reading <laughs> Um, it imposes
1: the question if the entire cast of a horror movie is black who dies first oh
0: dear <laughs> it's oh set my. on Juneteenth oh okay so Timster, <laughs> right that no. actually makes sense that actually makes sense because ride Long think like a man barbershop Tracy Oliver who did uh, girls trip Harlem Dwayne Perkins who's uh Brooklyn nine nine oh my Jesus black news yeah, this a cast of black <laughs> who dies first is this I'm, I'm not laughing at like it's just so crazy. It's called the black <laughs> and It's crazy to bring up this idea because it's always been a um a straight up uh, trope in in horror films throughout <laughs> history is that you know if you're black in a horror film you're most likely going to die first which it, it's funny too because like it's actually not i mean it, it is true it but it's actually happen. not it's not
2: really yeah. it's yeah. not
0: really that big of a, it people think it's a bigger trope than it actually is but black people don't always die first in horror it's really funny mm-hmm. i think it became more of a joke but this is a really funny premise for a film i got
1: Juneteenth. Say. this is our first juneteenth horror film
0: yeah it's june 16th uh whoa is that the only one in, yeah april may there's nothing in may well according to this i'm and sure June, stuff will come of course uh i did have so july 7th we have insidious five i'm did, actually
1: questioning if this is actually really gonna happen because they've been talking about it for a while
0: yeah i know i wasn't 100 that's what i was getting i wasn't sure about this one either
1: but patrick wilson's actually directing this one which yeah. is cool because he obviously starred in the first two yeah um i know you're not like the biggest fan i fucking love this franchise one of my favorite franchises
0: well to be honest i've only seen the first three i haven't seen the fourth one yet which i have i just haven't gone around i i actually see the thing is i like part two more than you did because i know you had part two spoiled for you where i didn't (sighs) so i didn't have it spoiled and like it was totally fresh to me so i was like oh okay i, I thought it was kind of cool I-, I don't really remember the third one much i'm gonna have to go back third one's like more
1: of like a chill like side story um yeah and then the fourth one i like it because they literally are like they paid respect to Shea by just being like here you can be the star of this
0: yeah and yeah and I are all pretty I
1: good because Shea never gets starring roles even though she's honestly like one of the coolest Horror side care side like you know female bit actors you know what I mean for horror Mm -hmm.
0: yeah yeah so yeah so that's possibly happening in Sidious 5 and then we got uh, another sequel here there's a lot of like sequels and and kind of like remakes this year and so again it's kind of easy to
1: talk about to like when you create a list it's gonna be intellectual property based because those are if we don't really know what a nor like a film just titled like the door in the hallway. Like we don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> unless it has a director attached to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you have like intellectual properties, it makes sense to talk about them because you at least know what they are.
0: <laughs> uh, so we have the Meg to the trench and Statham is going to be back in this film, which is crazy. Um, and ben
1: Ben Wheatley
0: Ben Wheatley's directing what? this film which I literally just I had to read that twice because <laughs> if you're not like you're familiar with Ben Wheatley did kill list sightseers which is a fantastic movie by the way um a field in England which is great also um but that's crazy man and he's in doing the
1: earth which came out like two years ago yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know if year. I saw I haven't seen high-rise I think I saw it back in there I, I can't remember I've seen but kill list I, yeah I've seen what one two three maybe four of those so yeah sightseers is excellent that movie's fucking one, awesome. one of
1: these films is definitely different than all the others yeah that's
0: well the th- that's two the thing film. so like he's just gone well maybe this is a huge paycheck for him you know it's oh, like obviously yeah. paycheck film Meg too but it's got statham and it's directed by Ben Wheatley so that's I enjoyed notable. the first one it was stupid fun I saw it in the I theater I thought that. it was okay I, I was just like you know, it's, it felt pretty standard. If it was it not
1: PG 13, it would have been much more enjoyable.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that was the problem with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 11th. We have the last voyage of the Dementor Demeter Dementor. Yeah.
1: I'm actually interested in this one directed by Andre uh, Overdell. The uh, guy who did autopsy of Jane Doe. Excellent film. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. yeah and, film. Um, it focuses on a specific chapter of Bram stoker's classic novel um which is uh the demeter which was i guess a a ship door in that novel it's funny because
0: i've (laughs) never actually read the original novel so like me neither yeah um he also did yeah scary stories it looks like like it's going to be
1: a period piece and i like that yep Yeah. Yeah. yeah big budget
0: period pieces work for me yeah usually mm-hmm. for the most part for the most yeah. part so uh, that's pretty interesting August 11th Haunted Mansion what the fuck is this like are they just redoing this movie Honestly, already, I don't care isn't, <laughs> there, <laughs> isn't there already a movie called Haunted Mansion it doesn't even say yeah it's a live action popular okay I yeah anyways don't care August 25th <laughs> yeah they they listen Uh, the upcoming Blumhouse horror movie, the listen, they keep mum spelled M U M. They, (laughs) they keep keeping mum on block on plot, uh, details so far. Okay. So don't really know much about this. It's Blumhouse. So,
1: um, has John Cho in it from,
0: from searching. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. So September eight, another sequel. We got the Nun Two. I was I mean, I huge... know him from Harold and Kumar,
1: but yeah.
2: <laughs> I <guess they're>... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Right. I like searching though. I actually didn't mind searching.
2: Yeah, no, it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah I did you know mind... there's a
1: sequel coming out this month?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I actually saw the trailer for it. it. Yeah. I think okay. I saw it in the theater or whatever, but um so the nun two. I wasn't overly the hugest fan of it. I know JP liked it a lot more than me. Loved it. Um which but... yeah, does not surprise me after keeping this whole universe going uh the conjuring universe doesn't yeah yep. they, they keep making money they're going to keep making the movies so yeah it's an unsequel if you like the first one check out the second one uh another sequel coming in october which makes complete sense and that is saw 10. i haven't even seen the last saw movie
1: really it's <laughs> honestly one of it's probably my least it might be my least favorite in the series
0: yeah i just I, i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of the like i don't mind some of the f- movies but honestly it's very draining to me and I just find it so incredibly odd the way they did this series. Cause, like, what is this? Like the seventh sequel prequel now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because they're bringing back Tobin Bell. And I'm like, how the fuck are they doing that? It's probably so like, it's it has prequel. to be in a
0: prequel because you can't change the, you know, the way what happens in the third one. Like, I, I it's got to be another prequel. It's got to be. Yeah, but so... he's old as fuck now.
2: Well, he'll just wear his baseball cap backwards
0: and
1: he'll be <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because i mean realistically this is the franchise that was made for my generation Mm -hmm. you know what i mean in you know 2000 what
2: what three or four four four, four, i think four 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 yeah
1: so you're looking what 20 years it's
0: been 16 years 16 or no 17 years now in 2023 since in 10 films it's pretty good
1: yeah which is just crazy to me. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Every couple years we get a Saw film. I'm down, and this is the tenth one. It's a special one, so
0: yeah, yeah. I'll be sure to see it. I believe. All right. I um. Believe. So that was in October. Apparently, nothing listened for November, and then December we get Ghostbusters Five. It's funny that they're calling it Ghostbusters Five too. I, I think that's just hilarious. But I guess
1: I doubt that. I bet that's just
0: a working time. Yeah, it's got to be working. Yeah. It's yeah. So because they didn't call the other ones three or four um i didn't mind the last one actually. i actually saw it in the cinema i haven't seen it since it made my t- top five of, yeah, <laughs> of tw- it was it was just so it, it it had so much more heart than i was ever anticipating it to have Lovely. and there, it, there was just a lot of goodness to it man I, I i'll be honest i never saw the one with uh the the female ghostbusters i never i couldn't bring myself to watch it because i never seen it either bro. oh what's her name mm-hmm. um M- mccarthy um Melissa McCarthy. oh I can't stand her dude she's so yeah. fucking annoying man and everything I've never seen her oh she's so not funny I can't stand her so I was like <laughs> fuck it if she wasn't in that I probably would have checked it out but I couldn't I couldn't handle it man there's no way like doing a straight comedic version was must, it must have been the most annoying thing in the world I'm sure it was but yeah I'm looking forward to Ghostbusters 5 I mean yeah just be, I, I mean s- I,
1: simply for me because I enjoyed the last one so much
0: yeah uh, this one just says to be announced and it's uh Bo is afraid this was also known it,
1: for the <laughs> longest time it was titled uh disappointment boulevard which i think is a way better title
0: okay so this is an ari aster film uh, right right okay yeah so starring joaquin phoenix parka Posey's in this nice cool all right so i did not know that that looks cool I th-
1: yeah i think it follows like w- joaquin phoenix throughout his life or something like i God. think it's like young kid walking phoenix all the way to old man walking hmm. phoenix
0: <laughs> interesting uh another one that says to be announced uh consecration so trying
1: exploitation nuns And the banishing director no. christopher
0: smith returns <laughs> to horror with the upcoming supernatural thriller concentrate consecration uh yeah so it looks like non horror that's interesting you don't see a lot of those
1: yeah but a lot, lot of them suck because year. they're all pg-13 bullshit. like yeah. we need to have some lesbian nun action yeah we need that like to 70s just straight trash
0: shit, man bruna yeah. matai <laughs> non exploitation. carly uh, loves non up! i
2: hate that word
0: <laughs> she hates exploitation Listen. words
1: you i'm can't. like carly did you see that new exploitation movie
2: she's He's like shut up exploitation at the end of everything it's just stupid JP's yeah exploitation.
0: um so we get another <laughs> one here it says Cuckoo, um, Luz. Oh, the director of Luz. Okay, or however you want to pronounce it. I thought that was decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, platias remain scarce, so we don't really know much about this. We got Dan Stevens from The Guess is in it. Jessica Henwick. Okay, doesn't really give you much yeah. at all. Just,
1: um, just know that there's a movie from the Luz director coming out too.
0: <laughs> so this is pretty cool, man. I, I think this might be pretty neat. So Dark Harvest. It's set on Halloween in '63. Norman. Uh, Partridge uh, horror novel, dark harvest is heading to the big screen directed by David Slade. Like that's crazy. Days
1: hard candy and 30 days a night, which I both Ooh.
0: like those and Hannibal. You did Hannibal. We reviewed that too. So oh, there's
1: a show for you modes 30 days a night, one and two.
0: Right. I can't believe we've never done. Yeah. That's crazy. Which I, yeah. The, the premise of 30 days a night is so terrifying. So terrifying. I know I,
1: I love winter horror too. Yeah. And i yeah. 30 days a night is, very enjoyable movie
0: so like the the still of this it looks like it's anime it can't it's not though it's it's live action isn't it i hope yeah i don't know it's crazy it, it makes it look like it's anime it's like a totally drawn picture but yeah who knows uh of course i like
1: it that it's set in 1963
0: that's cool yeah it is cool um probably my most anticipated movie of the year which is maxine uh yeah. just, there's no tentative release date for it but of course it's the the third installment in the Thai West trilogy um which we spent a lot of time talking about last show so you guys know what Maxine is uh yeah honestly
1: when that comes out we should just do the trilogy
0: yeah and of course it's set in late 80s which makes complete sense so so probably roughly 10 years later I'm assuming it says later 80s Mm -hmm. so 79 so probably later yeah so probably 10 years later pretty cool uh then we got uh a remake of Salem's Lot um who that's being produced by James Wan so yeah it doesn't give you, it doesn't give you a lot on here so sometime in, uh, in two thousand. into that yeah i don't know it doesn't really give you a lot on it this. was it's supposed to come out
1: and. last year um
0: it was actually like
1: i think it's completely done so i'm sure we'll just see it this year
0: yeah cool uh i'm a big fan of the original one i love sims a lot it's great it's long but it's worth your time Now that's good uh shelby oaks Do you know anything about this movie? Yeah,
1: this is from that. You ever watch that Chris Duckman's reviews on YouTube? Yep. He's like a big famous YouTuber. Yeah, Um,
0: I know. I know who he is. I don't really watch the channel. I know who he is. I
1: don't really like his reviews personally. Yeah. um, But he is making a movie. And I do know, I think that he did a video once where he was, I think he was like Mormon growing up and like he did an exposed video on like um Mormonism or something. Hmm. So um I don't know if it's related to that, but
0: some like Keith
1: be... David in it, bro. Yeah, I know.
0: I started looking at the cast and I like Keith David's in this movie? Like the fuck man. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next one is Time Cut. Um this is the last one on this list. I'm assuming that this is a slasher. Okay. The writer director slasher comedy freaky Uniting for a young adult horror movie titled Time Cut with Christopher Landon producing and Michael Kennedy writing the script, along with Sonopa. It doesn't really give you much here. It's uh, described as Back to the Future Meets Scream. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what the fuck so is it gonna list?
1: tie is it gonna tie <laughs> in if they fucking have a delorean freaky and happy death
0: day <laughs> if they have a delorean this is my favorite film of the next year man it's gonna be amazing <laughs> back <laughs> to the future awesome. meets scream that's fucking amazing <laughs> that's dude. ridiculous that is ridiculous
1: um oh. do you have another one that, yeah yeah one that i have that i don't know if it'll actually come out this year but um it came out moods reference earlier at the beginning of the show uh, but basically, Eli Roth, who oh, was yeah. literally was like, what what has he been up to on the last show? And I knew he was doing something, um, but he was do- working on an adaptation of Borderlands, the game, hmm. uh, which is actually one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I played the hell out of it back in the day. It's basically a post-apocalyptic game. Um, but apparently, he left that project. Uh, it was supposed to do reshoots um for some stuff and he left the project and let someone else take over on the reshoots because he was in the midst of his production of his i guess spin-off of the grindhouse segment uh fake trailer thanksgiving mm-hmm. which he had teased for well over what a decade at this point so oh, pff- 2009 uh, um that he was going to do and apparently he's finally actually prepping for it and in, in pre-production for that so uh we're finally getting the thanksgiving slasher which uh, every time i think of that movie i just think of the trampoline scene because yeah. it's so brutal <laughs> yeah uh,
0: apparently there's like i mean it's been rumored um i think it's supposed to be like late this year or something like shit like that so david gordon green is doing apparently a remake of the exorcist
1: Oh yeah. yeah! Oh no! Man. I mean, wow, a se- supposed was... be, it's supposed
0: to be—it's supposed to be a sequel to the Exorcist. No, Sorry. it's
1: and it's a new trilogy. They're literally just doing Halloween again.
0: Oh, okay, so <laughs> they're they're doing their own trilogy. Okay, so yeah. So David, Gort- yeah, okay, that's. Uh, really I swear
1: fine. to God, when it comes to the Exorcist, it has to be played straight serious. I don't even want any comedy in there. Though. Yeah,
0: and we'll uh, see how
1: that goes. I
0: thought this was yeah. kind of interesting because so there's going to be a new adaptation of uh, Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Uh, Boogeyman mm-hmm. was it's a short story that was adapted i think it's just a short film i can't remember if it's full length or short i can't remember back in the day it was adapted uh but they're getting there's a readaption um done by Bro- uh, rob savage um we actually just spent a minute bashing one of his films to death five minutes ago in <laughs> dashcam uh, but he also did host in 2020 which i thought was really well done um, oh, yeah. so host to uh to dash cam so he he definitely likes this uh his shot on or I was going to say shot on video his um found footage type thing. so hopefully this one isn't I yeah. can't remember the story of the boogeyman but and I have actually I actually have the VHS tape with this original one on it somewhere but yeah anyways so that's another kind of readaptation um, that's coming out this year
1: Also Mutilator 2 is on its way Right which is so fucked up they're making a sequel to this movie like 40 looks years later. It kind of bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> 40 years
0: lie. later, I mean, you got to be shitting, brother, man. That's crazy.
1: Um, There is another um, Bring It On horror film coming out. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ended what? up watching that last one.
0: No. no. Rebecca
1: McKendry directed oh, it, I was. Think.
0: I was going to ask you, so there's a title listed here called The First Omen. Do you know anything about this? Is it like, no, is it I connected think... to The Omen or is it just <laughs> called first The First kill. Omen? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I bet it's a sequel guys yeah. yeah I just I saw this first omen and it looks like an omen film it literally looks like an omen film so I don't know about that but um,
1: also there is I don't know if it'll come out this year but they're remaking the strangers movies oh. Oh,
2: I thought,
0: um, I th- I thought the, so the working title is like the one by Renny Harley Harlan yeah yeah and it's a trilogy so okay so they're just doing three because I, th- I read it was like it, it was titled the strangers three so maybe it's just like as a whole i, don't, I think two, it's three?
1: i think it's supposed to be a remake Dude, um,
2: you can just keep making sequels to the you no they have all to make die a in the
1: third
0: one yeah the second one.
2: oh yeah they do huh?
0: <laughs> yeah um, Never mind.
2: did we not read yeah, about I, this
0: last year like there was a movie called spin the ball did we not talk about this last year I can't remember at one point and like it, it's saying it's in post. oh it's in post-production so we probably did talk about this last year it says it's in post-production right now so probably coming out this year it literally um, says the story of a group of teenagers in a small texas in a small town texas who unleashed a deadly force ever playing the famous game in an abandoned house where a grizzly massacre once took place yeah that sounds exactly what you'd probably get from an <laughs> spin the bottle yeah yeah
1: um, uh also there is the children of the corn uh film that 2020 during the pandemic
2: mm-hmm.
1: and was supposed to, like it literally has been done for like i mean i'm sure it's bad but yeah uh, another <laughs> yeah. film to to end our to oh. ruin our franchise shows uh it was filmed in 2020 during australia during the covid19 pandemic right um who the hell i mean it's now 2023 so who the? It, it was released in Sarasota in a film festival, I think. Um, it film premiered in two theaters in Sarasota, Florida,
0: um, on October. Horror film.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
0: cool! I don't know if it's based on the video game or it's probably based on the real Oregon Trail kind of thing. But uh, well, there was a game back in the day called Oregon Trail. But yeah, Western horror. So that yeah. seems pretty cool. Set in the 1870s in Montana. I like it, Oregon it. Trail. <laughs> you alone can, in the montana oregon trail okay? yeah but that's fucking yeah exactly right it does say oregon tra- it's not oregon it's yeah it's literally oregon trail so yeah there's going to be carnage oh in that's the camp. best uh, <laughs> earthly possession and so it says who fights for her survival and retrieve her from an earthly possession family horse and a gang of bloodthirsty banners so yeah whatever um did we talk about vhs85 yeah we brought that up right
1: yeah, no no we didn't no.
0: vhs85 that Jeez. got announced as well yeah, it's got some scott derrickson in it david yep. Bruckner directs in it
1: um toho announced that their next godzilla film will be coming out on uh, uh november 3rd of 2023 uh directed by ta- ta- takashi yamazaki um who nailed it I, I feel like i've heard before i think he's done a godzilla before but i'm not sure um but yeah this one is set in post-war Japan so I assume post-World War II Japan right that would yeah. be what Japan would be
0: what, what was it <laughs> what was the year
1: um it doesn't say year. just this set in post shoot but mm-hmm. yeah. um and then what is there? uh Frog kill coming out
0: what about that Winnie the Pooh movie what is it blood and honey yeah <laughs> that just looks stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah it, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it freaking is. <laughs> so um, can't. I think that's about it. I mean, the, I know there was one called Yuletide Horror. Yeah, there was a few like, odds oh, and ends oh, in here too. There was another one, another killer. Um, I mean, uh, another killer alligator film or crocodile film called The Flood.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm um what about I'm the conjuring sure. four was that not supposed to be a thing this year i think it is i
2: think so yeah yeah i think yeah. i
0: heard that was an uh official and i think there was i heard somewhere too um here it is right here actually the uh there's a new chlorophyll movie coming out so something connected to that franchise yeah mm. <clears throat> i don't know if it'll come out this year but apparently it is filming so okay uh, that's interesting
1: Yeah. And of course there's going to be a ton of movies that just are like, we don't know
0: what they are because they're not announced or out really. Oh, here's one. I didn't, I didn't notice is the first, I was just kind of scrolling through this page and it says fear street four. Oh yeah. They did
1: announce they were doing some new fear streets as well. I don't know.
2: Johnny Depp's like Willy Wonka. Are you serious? Yeah. Like Kate, my friend (laughs) used to like show me videos of him and be like, he looks so so hot. No, he doesn't.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Um, what about the remake because the redoing uh like the robert eggers is doing lots of fraud too right so yeah is that i'm sp- hoping
1: that comes out this year
0: yeah that's kind of interesting to, i mean if anyone's going to do a remake of because you know the previous Fraud 2 movies are fan- both fantastic but yeah. if anyone's going to do a remake of that story give it to Eggers because you know i can imagine what he's going to do with that
1: yeah he's really good at period pieces i say well, that. that's what i'm saying what about,
0: <laughs> was there not an, an official announcement of a remake of the lost boys Or something Um, along, maybe a was it the Lost Girls? I don't. I heard the Lost Boys, and I was like the remake and the Lost. But then it didn't surprise me. I think you're
1: right. I think you're right.
0: Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that actually officially got announced. But
1: yeah, yep. There, there. And what
0: about the Howling? Is that an official remake? Um, I don't know. Maybe
2: unclear.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it it does say it's announced in here. I don't know. I think the Pumpkinhead one's been around for a long time. Um, a quiet um, place. There's a sequel, which I don't think is supposed to be coming out this year. I think, I think they, it's a
1: prequel, right? It's day one or something.
0: Yeah, which wasn't the last one. A quiet like place. That, yeah, because I, right? I don't think that's. It says on here twenty four. So yeah, I think it's been announced or filming whatever it is. Um, I'm pretty sure that like Maxine, Infinity Pool, Knock to the Cabin looks pretty cool. Sixty five sounds good. Renfield, the ones that I know are probably going to come maybe Thanksgiving. Hopefully that does actually make an appearance this year. That'd be pretty fun. But yeah, those are some of the ones that I'm really looking forward to. that look pretty cool, but battling dinosaurs um, really
1: for me it's like mostly the IP stuff um like scream is probably my number one most anticipated just because I, lo- I love that franchise I'm very curious on Evil Dead just because it could be a um really fun movie like if it's just ultra violent and like nonstop, like that could just be fun you know demons too basically right uh rainfield just because it looks ridiculous and fun infinity pool because Brandon Cronenberg insidious just because I want to see what happens saw because I'm a saw fan um and then of course uh, um probably that uh, the, I'm honestly curious about that Orville movie the
0: um yeah Orville Voyager of the Dem- 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 Demeter yeah I'm really excited for it. yeah that one looks pretty cool man i really hope that oregon trail drops this year man because i love western (laughs) horror films and they don't make enough and yeah you know so what about
1: you carly what are you most looking forward to
2: well you just named every move there but but, um uh maxine definitely is my number one that one too (laughs) yeah yeah you didn't name that one i do want to see that i can't wait for that skin of a rink i think that looked really cool uh uh, and that kid versus alien john that mood said because I like that segment mm-hmm. in VHS. So, if it's like based off of that, kind of, I think mm-hmm. that sounds pretty neat. And yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, franchise movies.
1: Yes. Yes. In the flesh. Yep.
2: I'm a podcaster.
0: <laughs> I podcast from time to time. <laughs> right. try to um anyway uh, yeah i guess yeah. that's pretty much it. yeah that's it that's everything um okay well i guess we could probably just wrap this up let's look at 2023 our extended lists and uh yeah man we're gonna be back with uh some pretty fun shows coming up here yeah we got some cool ideas next week particularly i'm pretty pretty
1: excited for just because it's different
0: yeah do you want to mm-hmm. announce, announce it? that yeah
1: yeah so Uh, We decided that we're going to start our first show in a long run. We're not going to do them all back to back to back or anything, but it'll be a reoccurring uh, show type. And that is our zoology series. And we're starting next week with cockroaches. So zoology, zoology volume one, killer cockroaches. We got the nest. Uh, We got they nest and we got bug. So yeah, yeah. three killer cockroaches films. And zoology as a show type will be returning with all types of killer animals and animal horror, nature run amok stuff. Uh we have a we literally have like an infinite amount of ideas for that. <laughs> so
0: yeah, it never ends.
1: <laughs> yeah. We were literally just coming up with like all these different shows that we could do. So that'll be fun. And then um, I guess we're gonna the show after that i guess we'll announce that too if you guys want to prep for it yeah uh we're going to do salem's lot one and two it's going to be our first uh stephen king uh show so we're going to do salem Lot uh and return to salem's lot the originals and as we know there's a new one coming out this year so it'll be i guess a good time to rewatch those um and then uh after that we're gonna be doing the top 10 of 1941. There's only about 12 movies, I think, that came out that year. Yep. So <laughs> that should be a nice, easy show. And then for the fans who are really excited about the 80s show, we're doing that in February. So
2: well, that's news to me. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you're on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should tell Carly. Like, or no, when did you tell
2: everything. everyone else? Like it's, uh, it's
1: just me, you, and is Davisy
2: on that show? Yeah, he's been talking. He's like, oh, I'm not even close to being done. That's oh, what I'm saying. Shit. Like, You better <laughs> fucking.
0: Yeah. End of February. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. End of February. I mean, it's still like a month and a half. Yeah. Already, so it's, I it's mean, still- I'm fine. Like, I, I've yeah. watched
2: like 16 movies already, so I don't really care. But, but still. Yeah. 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 Just right. tell well, Dave.
0: Yeah. We got to. We definitely got to get that one out of the way. And then this 41 in that one. And then we'll just uh, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. Well, obviously. The second we do 80 we're gonna have another top 10 show announced. so yeah and then so 80 won't be in there so we'll be back to what the 70s 90s 2000 yeah so hopefully it goes back to the the 70s no. <laughs> yeah 70s would be fun man 79 would be a cool year i think 78 would just be a little bit uh redundant
1: well next is what the 2000s
0: yeah so are we actually just going to go to the two thousands?
1: Yeah. 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 Cause the, I think eh. the reason that I want to do that is because I think then it would put everyone on equal amounts done and then we could randomize. Oh, it right. There.
0: I think that was the point before. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah Cause <clears throat> okay.
1: we've only done 2002 and 2005. Whereas I think we've done three for every other year.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it sounds good. All right. So that is conc- gonna conclude this episode and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week with some uh with some cockroaches
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right cockroaches it
0: is (laughs) all right again we're out of here deuces game over